Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I am joined by Jamie. Why, hello. Hello there. <laughs> and today we're discussing a Netflix original movie called Paddleton, or Paddletone, or however you want to pronounce uh, or it. Paddleton. Paddleton. <laughs> Paddleton. <laughs> um, and... As the name suggests, it's a involves a game. <laughs> I was just say it's not quite about the game. <laughs> it is entirely about the game Paddleton. Yes. Although to Netflix's credit, this name actually at least ties into the story somehow. True. Because half the names of the movies we've watched recently, I'm like, well, why the fuck did they even name it that? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this one at least makes sense. So True. yes. Um yeah, uh how did you how did you like it? First impressions, uh I liked the concept a lot. I also liked especially towards the end the amount of emotion and how the movie actually made me feel, you know, emotions. Yeah. My cold stone <laughs> heart. Um Yes. But uh <laughs> But yeah, and even honestly, uh, I know that sometimes I'm a stickler for things like pacing and whatnot, but I felt like even the pacing was pretty good. Um, yeah. Even in a short amount of time, we got to sort of know the characters' uh, personalities and sort of... Yeah. Well, a little bit anyway, but... <laughs> yeah. What about There's you? Stuff... <laughs> I I really liked it a lot. Um, it definitely made me cry at several points during it and like right in the netflix description it says it's about a man named michael who's diagnosed with terminal cancer and yeah. asks his friend andy to kill him or help him kill himself basically um before he gets too sick so like you know like before you even watch the movie that michael's gonna die like right. that's right in the netflix description but like as the optimist I can't help hoping like right up until the end that like something's going to happen that is going to like change that. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm like, and like, I knew he was going to die, but sure. I'm like, you know, the way Andy initially reacts is like, you can't give up miracles happen, you know, like, look at that guy, blah, blah, blah. And like, that's me. Like, yeah. <laughs> always hoping that maybe that won't actually happen. And they're just trying to mislead you. But that's not the case. He definitely does that. Right. Yeah. I. I mean. I had. I definitely knew that he was going to for sure die throughout the at the end of the movie or whatever. But I was a little unsure as to whether or not he would go through with taking the pills and and actually, right. you know, um, prematurely killing himself. Uh, especially like even up until the end when like he has the drink in his hand, he puts it on the floor for a second. <laughs> you know. Right. Um. But yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's a pretty powerful, like, yeah, that ending scene, holy crap. Yeah, I mean, they, they mentioned at the beginning that if you are diagnosed with terminal cancer and you're given less than six months to live, that this is like an option, this mm -hmm. suicide pill. Do you know, is that like a real thing? Uh, so fun factoid, when I was <laughs> in uh, a German conversation class, I gave a pres presentation on assisted suicide. And uh, I think when I gave it, which was like four years ago, it was only uh, legal in certain states. So okay. I don't know where this is set, but it must be a state in which it actually is legal. And of course, yeah. like, it's only legal if you're the person doing it. Like, right. uh, you know, you can't have your friend administer it for you. But yeah. Right. 
it's not really even assisted suicide. It's just like suicide Ex- by prescription. Exactly. Like assisted. <laughs> I think, I think because that confused me too a little bit, but I think assisted in the fact that it's like pharmaceutical medications that are expressly given to you for, you know, suicide. Yeah. yeah. Although, you know, um, Andy makes a good point. He's like, I mean, couldn't a hundred, you could have taken a hundred of anything that probably would have killed yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was definitely expecting it to just be like a pill if right. you take it. And it's like, no, you have to crack open all 100 of these <laughs> and empty the powder into a glass and then fill the glass with water and mix it in. <laughs> like, they really make you, you know, I think even Andy says it at one point, like, man, they really like, do you think they did this on purpose to like make you sit here and like contemplate it as you're like right. cracking open each pill and putting get into the glass well, and it, exactly and it honestly makes you wonder because surely like they could just give you a little prescription thing full of the powder or something right like it doesn't have to be in a hundred separate capsules like, <laughs> so like what other possible use do these pills have that they're giving them to you like to just to take one or something like right this is like you know clearly done as, as a way to like make you contemplate your death i guess maybe <laughs> which if so that's like unnecessary i was gonna say if so that's like like ex- perfectly morbid in a way yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like make sure you're terrible. extra sure yeah <laughs> we're gonna make you spend an hour really fighting to get these pills opened into yes. this glass and then not preemptively take your anti-nausea medicine while you're doing it right <laughs> <laughs> should have really started with the anti-anxiety medication i oh like when when michael's like no i don't want to take the andy's just like i'll keep that yeah pocket. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why andy was so calm during you know he had actually maybe. taken it maybe yeah i wouldn't blame him if he did <laughs> yeah um, um since we've kind of already talked about it we can do you mind if we talk about like the scene where it actually goes down? No, no, let's do it. Okay. We are assuming everyone's already watched it. Yeah, at this point, um, so. if you haven't, then you've already. It's a it's a huge giant spoiler alert, I guess. And, and um, you know that with us that we're going to talk about the whole show. So exactly, nothing's off fault, limits really. here. Um, <laughs> but I, I really appreciated the way that they toyed around with Andy's sort of agony over this and his sense of needing to do this for his friend and yet being in that sort of impossible position of needing to be the one or having been, I guess, graced to be the one <laughs> to help yeah. him, you know, because the relationship is very strong. So he's really the only it person is. he really trusts with it. And um, I thought both uh, of the actors, Mark Duplass and Ray Romano, like did an excellent job uh expressing that sort of torture and agony and especially like after he drinks the stuff and like the whole you know down like downward slide to death is right is very touching i was that was the part i think that was the only part where i was actually like in tears during the movie Mm, yeah i teared up a couple of other times but i was like in tears at the end when You know, especially like when Michael's like, I want to tell you, you know, I love you. And Andy's like, yeah, after like Michael closes his eyes, Andy's like, I love you too, Michael. And it's just like, oh, gosh. Uh Oh, it's so sad. And like, you definitely get the sense through the whole movie leading up to it that Andy, Andy's like life kind of depends on Michael's existence. Like, you don't really know a whole lot about who Andy was before he became friends with Michael, but you don't really get the sense that he was much of anything, you know? And like when he became friends with Michael or became neighbors with Michael, (laughs) um, you know, that he kind of like 
has a best friend now right like he has something he has someone and i think that like michael's the most important person in andy's life so he has to help him do this but at the same time like he doesn't know who he's going to be afterwards like because he doesn't you know he wasn't really anybody before that point exactly so it's like a really almost more difficult for andy than for michael because like once michael's dead he's he's gone he doesn't have to worry about this anymore but like andy's the one who's going to be left behind to deal with the fallout of you know losing his best friend exactly and that does give us a slightly weird scene at the very end when he's like talking to the small boy and he's like (laughs) he's like oh you like games let's talk about paddleton i'll show you sometime and and i know that it's all well-intentioned and i i do wonder if we're supposed to assume that like in addition to social awkwardness there's some sort of like mental deficit or something going on with um with andy's (laughs) character but um it is kind of creepy and like even the mother is kind of like "Mm, what's going on See, like, the only thing I read from that awkward interaction at the end was that, like, through the whole movie, Andy talks about how he can't make small talk, but then he does at the end. Like, he has, like, a normal small talk conversation with the woman and her son kind of thing. And it's also, it's also like he's trying to, in Evan, the small kid, like, build another friend. Yeah. Kind of, like, in the same habits and interests that he had with, um, with Michael. Yeah. Which is kind of sad because it's... It is. I mean, it, it, there's not a happy ending for Andy at all, no. in my opinion. Like, I definitely think that... I was hoping there was going to be some sort of happy ending for him that he would, I don't know, meet another friend or something. <laughs> meet somebody that... Well, he, he could have been with a barmaid, but that went... That went tits but that up. wouldn't have been like anything <laughs> long term, you know. Right. <laughs> that would have just been like one night in a hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I just I wish that there had been a happy ending for Andy, or at least like an optimistic ending, like where you could think he's not just going to go up to his apartment and kill himself or something <laughs> because he's super depressed. Because that's kind of seems like where he's at in his life. They just show all these empty scenes like after michael dies they show everywhere that him and michael used to go all just empty you know like that there's nothing left and there doesn't seem to be anything that's going to enter andy's life to fill that emptiness you know i know especially the scene where he's playing paddleton by himself i was like oh no (laughs) it was so sad it's so sad (laughs) oh i think they do a pretty good job though of like it, starting at the beginning and like working forward of showing like the progression of the disease in mm-hmm. Michael. Um, yeah. Because at first you don't like to look at him and to see him acting, you wouldn't think there was anything wrong with him. But like, as it goes on, you see like he starts to sleep more and he starts to lose his appetite. And yeah, eventually you see him like where he's vomiting and like right. clearly in a lot of pain and just cold all the time. And that's when it gets to the point where he just kind of looks at Andy and says, I think I'm ready. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. And then of course, like all up to that point, you, you have Andy sort of, I think in a way trying to convince Michael to not go through with it, you know, right. through getting the pink safe and yeah. keeping his meds from him and all this stuff. He's, and I mean, I can understand that position of like, you know, you, you really don't want your friends to give up in a way. And, um, and all that but you know ultimately he does make the right choice and 
drops the safe on the stairs right. and like <laughs> kind of gets over it. But um, yeah, it just seems like he can't he can't like let Michael have those pills initially. Yeah. Like he has to have them in his possession because even like once they're in the safe, he still is like sitting in the back of the seat of the car holding on to them. Like he can't yeah. give in and just like allow himself to accept the fact that Michael is going to take those pills. You know, right? Well, and that's especially like. After they get the pills, every time Michael's taking anything, he assumes yeah. it's one of those pills. So he's like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, it's a pain med, you know? Uh, yeah. So yeah. it's like he also feels like he maybe he can't trust him to not just end it, you know? Right. But, yeah. Which, I mean, I, yeah, like I totally understand that. And, and his reaction, I think, is something that is totally realistic in terms of um, being the, that person and trying to convince your friend to not go through with the the assisted suicide and stuff right but that doesn't mean that it wasn't still annoying throughout the movie i was like listen (laughs) you just need to like calm down like this is what your friend wants you know they've decided um you're meant to be a part of this but man right but yeah it was i forgot what i was gonna say i was like right on the tip of my tongue yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i did I did i liked too that um they got the time to do this little road trip together. Um, yeah, that was that was nice. Know. Yeah, it was like slightly reminiscent of um, that one. What was the one? Oh, the the fundamentals of care. Yeah, where they went on a little road trip. Um, yeah, they got to I, at least do something. Like I kind know. of thought the road trip would be more involved. Me too. Than it was like the only thing that they really do other than get the meds is go to the ostrich I know. farm. <laughs> well, that's why like when I was watching it, I assumed it was going to spiral into that sort of same thing of like, oh, now we have to see all of the odd things. But I guess it's only a six hour drive. So it's not like they're right. driving across country. But I like that Andy says something at the end, like I should have taken, you know, work off of work like a month ago. So we could have done more together, you know. And I think that was just part of, like, if Andy had done that, he would have had to accept the fact that Michael was going to die, you know? And, oh, I remember what I was going to say, like, about Andy not wanting Michael to kill himself. Um, Like, even if Michael hadn't taken those meds, if Andy had somehow managed to talk him out of doing it, he was still going to die. Right. Like, he, you know, is terminally ill, which was why he was taking the medicine, was because there wasn't, like, a cure for him. He wasn't going to just get better or heal or there wasn't another option besides trying to prolong your life maybe a month or two with like, you know, intense chemotherapy and things like that. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And so like it wasn't going to save Michael's life for him to not take these meds, you know? Exactly. And, you know, as he was saying, it was to prevent, you know, having to go through all of that entire process and, right. and live like, yes, you can perhaps live a few months more or whatever, but it's going to be, you know, just a couple months of hell and agony. Yeah. So, so what's the point really of, of doing that? And, yeah. And I had um, a, a grandmother who, who died of pancreatic cancer and she made the choice to go through the treatments and she was so sick at the end. And, you know, I know she, she went through them so that she would have the extra few months with her, with her family they, so that everybody could get there. She lived out of state to see her and things like that. But like in the long run, I don't know that it was the better option for her because she was so miserable at the end, you know? Right. And if you don't try to go through that treatment, you know, it ends faster. Even if you don't like 
kill yourself like you'll just die from the disease quicker you know yeah exactly <clears throat> but yeah and it's it's easy to say oh i wouldn't choose treatment until you're like in that position sure. to like actually have to decide whether or not you want to <laughs> yeah and there are a lot of factors that go into it you know i think something that was made pretty clear in the in the movie is that michael although he has this really close bond with andy it's not like he has a very close connection to like a lot of his family or clearly, you know, he had a wife at one point who he doesn't speak to and stuff. Right. So it's he like, has at least one sister, <laughs> or at least one sister, but it's, um, you know, it's clear that like, apart from their routine, it doesn't seem like he's, he has much to settle in a way. Right. So I think, you know, that made of, might've played into it. Whereas like, if you do have a big family to who you're close to and stuff like that, right. you want to have that time to be able to say your goodbyes and stuff. Um, yeah. But um, but I I do like that in this movie they break they broach the subject of assisted suicide because I think it's still something that's very controversial. Right. But I I do think that as a human being and if you know that you're in a terminal situation, I think you should have the right to be able to choose yeah. when you want to go and, and not have it yeah. sort of criminalized, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's kind of neat that this this movie kind of played around with that and showed that theme but i think that just you know i'm pro-choice on all of the things that you can do pro-choice on must be (laughs) right (laughs) it's your body and you know it's your life and if you've been told by and he says he even saw a second oncologist right he got a second opinion and everybody told him the same thing like this you're you're terminally ill there's nothing we can do to treat you you're going to die in less than six months like you know, why why should it be an issue if you want to make it five months, you know, and not suffer through that last month of the, the worst of the illness, you know? Exactly. Like, you should have the right to, to decide that. Exactly. I agree. Yes, <laughs> me too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was um, another cool thing about this movie was just showing the sort of, you know, tight relationship that these two guys had and, and uh, I don't know, showing that you know, you can have this sort of like really close loving relationship and contrary to even some of the people in the film's belief, it doesn't have to be like a sexual relationship. Right, right. I don't see they they kind of leave it ambiguous as to whether or not you're supposed to ultimately think that they are in love or if they're just like, like the way you would say, I love you to a really close friend. Like what does that I love you mean at the end kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, And I think that's, that's okay that they leave it where you're not really sure if, you know, it was, it was a loving relationship in that way or not. Um, we know that they weren't living together or anything. Right. So that they were just neighbors. <laughs> yeah. But I like, yeah, I thought it was cool too, that in that sort of really close person way, they, they showed a lot of like how it actually is in terms of, you know, they would do things together, but like, not always be talking because right. you, you know when you're really comfortable with someone you could have that sort of silence and and just go about your business and stuff so and they just you know there are a lot of scenes that show that they really knew each other like yeah uh, just like um yeah i guess multiple times but it was <laughs> like cute. when like when andy is like trying to tell him his um his... halftime speech yeah and michael guesses it yeah <laughs> He's like you're my best friend i know you yeah also, I heard you practicing it through the vent. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like the damn vent. I don't know. Like, what did you get an impression of at the end? Do you think that, like, when they say I love you to each other, that they actually mean they're in love? Or is it just, like, a friendship 
love. You know, I wasn't sure. I think because during part of it, I thought maybe there was some sort of like love going on, like in terms of an actual desire for a relationship. Right. See, but I think it might be one sided, too. Like it might be because like when Michael tells Andy like that he was married. Yeah. he, He talks about like how he left her. Um, but he felt like he felt guilty about it, but he knew that he needed to leave her because mm-hmm. he felt like he needed to be alone. Right. But then when he met Andy, he felt like he was finally in the right place. Yeah. And I feel like that's not something you say about someone who's just a friend. Like that's, True. you know, that's pretty strong speech. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For just a friendship. Um, yeah, that's, that's also where I started thinking that maybe it was something actually more, but you might be right that it was it's just Michael who's feeling like the in love love feelings and Andy just kind of loves him as a friend kind of thing. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Although Andy does get super awkward in the hot tub with that lady. He gets super awkward, yeah, but um <laughs> but I think honestly he's just like a socially awkward cuz like he pulls yeah. he like pulls the hat in front of his face and which is like, you know, easy. right. I'm like mm, seems Seems like he's just, he can't handle sort of interactions at yeah. all. Yeah, no, yeah. And um, maybe you're right, maybe it's more of like a slight autistic kind of, you know, situation where he's just really bad at social interacting, but he was, he could be around Michael without having to feel awkward. Right, he just kind of feels at ease with him, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I thought that the, um... Well, see, and then this is the other thing why I think like maybe Andy did feel the same way about Michael is because when he makes that that puzzle shirt for um, Michael, he talks about like the reason he made it was because he always noticed that when they put puzzles together, he would be just a little disappointed when they finally would figure it out. So he made him a shirt that had no solution so that he would, you know, never have to be disappointed when the puzzle was finished kind of thing, which is... That really is, sweet. yeah, that is the sweetest gift I think yeah. that you can give. Like he <laughs> to know someone that well to be like, I know it disappoints you, so I'm gonna give right. you an unsolvable shirt. It's, yep. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> that they know each other so well, and it just it just seems like it goes a little beyond just a friendship, in my opinion. Like yeah. it's just almost too close to be just friends. <laughs> if that's the case, then it's almost sad too because you know it wasn't until the very end that they. I guess maybe they they knew. I think they knew the whole time that they, whether they were platonic or not, I think they knew the entire time that they had these strong feelings for each other. Right, I definitely get the feeling that it was platonic, but um, that it's not, like, there wasn't, like, anything sexual going on. Yeah, exactly. But it was, um, like, they were still in love, you know? Like, I kind of the feeling that I got from it. (laughs) Take it. (laughs) i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) and i i don't know that i've ever watched a movie that had this kind of like strong relationship between two guys where Mm -hmm. there wasn't like any sex involved you know like it wasn't an actual relationship like it was a really interesting relationship and i liked watching it yeah me too yeah it was so focused on just michael and andy like there were other very, very minor characters that they interacted with, but like basically the story was just those two through the whole thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Cute. But, um, so I liked I liked um when they were going on the road trip and Annie's just like, How many wishes would you need <laughs> to be 
before you would wish for sand off. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, to have the ability to, like, have every grain of sand on your body just fall off of you, which makes me think they might live in, like, California or, like, close to a beach. And, like, that's something that's on his mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where you would want that ability because I'm like, where I live, that's, like, never an issue. (laughs) Right. So that would be very low. I don't think I would ever waste a wish on that. Right. But that was really cute. I don't know. I think you might waste a wish on uh, pajamas on, though. Pajamas on. <laughs> yeah, that was the other. He's like, you know, there's standoff and then maybe pajamas on when you're really tired and you just want your pajamas on. <laughs> or uh, just like clothes off. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neither of things that I would yeah, waste like, a wish on. For sure. Right. Like how, And then the, the game was how many wishes would you need before you would get to... To, like, yeah. wishing for something that minor, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 12,000 or whatever he says. Um, I liked, yeah, I liked that little game they played. And I also liked when Michael was like, listen, I don't know if you, like, I know this will make you uncomfortable. I don't really believe in this much. But, like, if I could come back and yeah. uh, and contact you, like, would you want me to? And and it's almost frustrating that, like, the timer goes off and they don't have a way, a time to actually be, like, yeah let's do this like this specific yeah. thing because that's what he's asking for and they don't get to it and i'm like no i know i was like waiting for that i'm like oh they could still pick this conversation up on their way back to the house like they still have a few minutes <laughs> right and i guess maybe they did off screen and we don't know but i guess because i, I thought like... yeah because i thought almost then like they would end the movie with him like hearing the sign yeah, or something yeah. yeah or seeing it or like whatever they decided upon yeah but... and that, that would have been cute it would have, but oh well. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> <laughs> instead, we get him actually accepting his neighbors right away instead of thinking that they've, they're have they murderers who keep yeah. our arms and whatever in the freezer. Yeah. I See, like, I even kind of thought, like, initially when you see them all, like, like Andy's helping to have everything packed up, that, like, Andy was going to move to and, like... Yeah maybe start a new life somewhere else, you know? Like, I was just really hoping for some sort of, like, optimism in Andy's storyline. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I really... But I guess, like, it's almost more realistic that there's not, because if that's, like, your life and your half of your life dies, you know? Like, that's kind of where you would be left off, realistically, you know? Exactly, yeah. Well, and as you said, like, maybe the last scene is meant to show us that he's starting to be able to make small talk and stuff, which means that ultimately maybe he's open to more connections with people now. Maybe. And so maybe that's supposed to be like the optimism. I don't know. I guess, but that's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I want there to be more optimism than that. That's fair. <laughs> but, um, oh. but yeah, I, yeah, the movie in general, like definitely recommend it's has uh, an- Odd yeah. amount of focus on kung fu that we didn't discuss. Yes. <laughs> death punch. Yeah. The death punch movie. Um, um, which is just, I think, something that they... One of the very random things that they apparently happen to have in common, aside right. from Paddleton. Well, they, they, the director, the movie, does like a really good job of showing like a very incredible bachelor living style. <laughs> yeah. Like Both of these two men are you know clearly very single and you know alone (laughs) and the way they live is like very reflective of that (laughs) yeah definitely just like mess and like lots of takeout containers and making pizza and just like watching the same 
old kung fu movie over and over again yeah. and playing board games or puzzle games or Puzzles, whatever you know yeah, true <laughs> yeah it was yep. it was cool though like because the people the you know um the guy who played michael uh, mark duplis is one of the writers and i think he might have been the director he was one of the two but he and uh definitely a producer too and ray romano who played andy is also a producer so it's like they um definitely an indie film in that yeah. <laughs> they're doing yeah. all of the things but it's cool too because like i think we mentioned this on a previous uh maybe it was the velvet buzzkill but they're a buzzkill i said it again <laughs> velvet <laughs> buzzsaw that is the more accurate <laughs> <laughs> but i uh it's cool to see how sort of this platform like netflix and also um, other platforms uh streaming platforms are being used by mainstream like big name people um to create films like it's a pretty cool thing to see the influence that streaming has in today's society and well yeah and like even um bird box had sandra bullock right she's like a really popular name person too exactly popular name person popular name person (laughs) (laughs) these popular name people (laughs) and even i've heard of sandra bullock true congeniality fan as a child so of course <laughs> but um but yeah so any last yeah. thoughts about paddleton um definitely recommend be prepared for kind of a slower paced feeling movie there's not really any action right. and be prepared to cry because it's definitely a tearjerker at the end and still wish that there was more of a happy ending for andy but I feel like I feel like that's the way I feel about a lot of the Netflix movies that we've watched. Like I like them, but like I want more from the ending, like sure. more clarity or you know more optimism or just like more something from the ending of it. Yeah. <laughs> but um. But yeah. Cool. Good movie. You need if you need a good cry if you're like Brianna <laughs> and you schedule your crying for one day of the year. Then there you go. This is a this is a good movie to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so um you can let us know what you thought about this movie you can send us a tweet uh, at nno podcast <laughs> or send us an email at navigating netflix originals at gmail.com because i still haven't changed the name of that <laughs> there you go <laughs> um and uh in addition to letting us know what you think you can also always feel free to let us know if you have anything you'd like us to watch um we've been in a sort of habit of choosing last minute but um yes. you know if oh. we if we ever hear ahead of time that you want us to watch a series or or a certain movie then we would be happy to oblige try to accommodate that my life has been so busy recently that doing anything more than like squeezing in a film on a sunday <laughs> afternoon is about the only thing i have time for during the week that's fair yeah <clears throat> but yes we will try we will try all right well on that note Thanks, everyone, for listening, and bye!